Welcome to part two of Joe and I's interview of French Stewart. So this question is kind of to both of you. Let's let's hear a little bit about professors, body wise's traveling menagerie Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser yeah. Permanente. Yeah. Kaiser Permanente. Excuse well, me. I can tell that Joe knows. <laughs> you need know good food like a car needs gas to be strong at play and alert in class. Say food. Food. Good food. Good food. Like exercise. <laughs> Hike a bike. <laughs> Look, we did a whole thing yeah, for Kaiser yeah. Permanente. <laughs> Called, we drove a puppet truck to hell. Me and Joe, we worked. I worked there for six years. You were like, you were like I was there, well, actually, what happened? You were there a couple of years before me because I shamelessly right. rode your coattails. I called them up and said, "Hey, this is a great job. People are making good money here. A hundred yeah. bucks a day to push a button. Hey, that's right. I know French Stewart. That's right. <laughs> Tell you, French Stewart. You go. We would just travel. We would like in the morning. We would do three shows a day." at any given school forever like and it's you would get up at like 5 30 or 6 in the morning oh dark 30 yeah oh dark 30 <laughs> and then you drive a puppet truck to wherever you'd go sometimes you're like going to pasadena sometimes you're in crenshaw sometimes you're like in a place where they don't they don't want your damn puppet show <laughs> sometimes they're happy to see your puppet show you don't know and so me and joe did this forever and the thing is is that we would take the puppet truck down to a place like San Diego. And the the whole show is basically like, look, eat good food, get some exercise, don't do drugs, don't drink. Preventative don't, medicine don't, for yeah, kids. Yeah, don't touch the stove. It's preventative medicine. And so during the day, we would do that message. And then at night, we'd go to Tijuana. <laughs> and we would eat street food and smoke pot and go crazy. And then the next day, we'd come back in. And it's like, y you need good food like a car needs gas to be strong. And play. You know, and, and we drove this puppet truck forever. Yeah, and uh, it was like, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like a version of vaudeville because you come in every day, you set up, and you don't know what you're going to get. Build your set. You build your set. You put on costumes. You know, you do the whole thing. And sometimes, like, you're in the middle of something, and some kid's like, my dad's a dentist. And you don't know how to get back from it. You don't know, it's because it's interactive and everything. But one time, we were there, and <laughs> some kid was hassling Joe as he's putting away his stuff. And Joe's, like, <laughs> pushing stuff up the ramp. He's just done his show. He's pushing stuff up, and the guy's saying, the kid's saying, you were in a costume. You're not real. And Joe keeps moving it up, moving it up. And the kid says, you're not real. You were in a costume. I saw you change your costume and you're not real. Joe keeps pushing it up, pushing it up. Finally, you're not real. And Joe finally goes, yeah, you know what? Neither is Santa or the <laughs> Easter Bunny. Now get your ass off my ramp. <laughs> and then he got in trouble. From Lisa Beasley, our boss, oh, our, no. the, you know, no. but but it was like one Joe. week and then Joe comes back. So, you know, Joe. It was, it was, it was under my breath. The kid never really heard it. <laughs> no, That's all I'm that saying. you're going to go The with. kid never really heard you it. You ruined that I kid's mean, life. Oh, well, oh, he ruined mine. No, 
That's what I gotta say. Yeah, no, you know, I still wake up at night in a fisheye lens. Oh, that's one of my actor's nightmares. So I'm still doing that. Oh, do you have? You ever get that one? French has got this big old toothbrush, okay, and he's brushing his teeth, brushing this big old monster's teeth. Yeah, they have an oversized toothbrush. Huge toothbrush, you know. Brush round and round, you know, brush those teeth. And he likes, French is great at throwing stuff out to the audience, you know, throwing it out there to the kids. He looks out to the audience and he goes, hey, this is a toothbrush. You know what you do with this, right? What can you do with this, kids? And uh, some little kid from the back of the room sits up and says... Why don't you put it in your ass, man? <laughs> yeah, because some people didn't want, didn't, didn't care about the puppet. Didn't give two shits. <laughs> yeah, didn't care about the puppet. So. That happened at a juvenile institution. <laughs> well, because we would do shows in Beverly Hills where they had just had you yeah. know, a scaled-down version of Les Mis in their cafetorium. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, and, and then you were following, <laughs> yeah, yeah, following yeah. that. We're the following with, with our big old carpet stuff. Uh, oh my! Well, this is not the first time wow. we've let some Thanks. kids down. You, you were Yogi the Bear, right? Yeah. And you got fired from that gig. Yeah, I got fired from being Yogi the Bear. I, I, I was. Working. How do you ever keep a job? Good I God! Don't know. I don't know. I was standing out in front of the uh, Yogi uh, Earthquake Simulator van, the o- Yogi Shaky Quakey van. And my job was just to stand there as Yogi in a suit and just do this, you know, like oh, you know, you don't say anything. And so uh, the kids come up and they get in the van and then it simulates uh, like a 4.5 earthquake. And so it shakes them around. But it was like August and it was hot and I was in the outfit and it was shaking me around. And finally, I didn't feel very good. And so I just like all the kids saw was Yogi just tearing his own head off. I just pulled my head off and I just like threw threw up into my head. And then they were just like, like, very quiet and then they stopped the ride and then they took me out and then I never came back again. I didn't get the invite back because I threw up in my head. <laughs> but that's life, you know, that's life at the shaky quakey base. That's, that's the shaky quakey life. That's the shaky quakey life. <laughs> oh, no. It was a hundred bucks a shaky and no one sees your face. Yeah. No, but eventually, uh, you know, did see my face. Yeah. 1992 rolls around and you get your first big television break on uh, uh, the new WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. It was a dreadful show. <laughs> it was like they, they basically rebooted the old WKRP in Cincinnati, but it wouldn't show like at normal times where a sitcom would. It was always on like four o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. And so like uh, nobody was taking it super seriously, but I was kind of still into it like because it was like a job. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I remember thinking like, oh, I'm making $7,000 an episode in 1991 and it was just like oh oh so you know i was into it but i still you know you know at the time i was a pretty good pothead and so <laughs> so so at one point i'm in the trailer and they have this one big long trailer that has everybody in it but the main guy gets to control the air conditioning and so after the show i sit back and I smoke some pot, and I'm like, ah, oh, that went really well with me and Tawny Katane and the leftovers from the show. and Hope Alexander. Yeah, <laughs> right? And I'm just smoking pot in this room, and then suddenly someone taps on my door, and I open it up, and uh, it's the first AD, and he says, uh, hey, French, are you uh, smoking a little pot? And I said, oh, yeah, did, did you want some? And he goes, well, no, no, um, it's just that uh, 
your air conditioner controls everything. <laughs> and so basically, I had just smoked pot and just smoked out like the entire, all the guest stars, <laughs> old women, children, like everybody got it. And they all started complaining and I was like, oh no, no. But that was back when you could still go like smoke pot over, they still had Gilligan's Island. Mm. Like they still had the lagoon over there and all the grips would go over there. And it was, you know, it's like, it was just a, it was just a weird time. Like you didn't, nobody took anything too seriously, but you know, people were also garbage. <laughs> but you know, it, it, but it was really a good way for me to start to learn how to work and how to be an adult and you know, that it was time to stop dicking around because, you know. Well, and then after that, French, you started, shit started popping. It yeah, started it just started for sort you. of you know, going. You, you got spots on Seinfeld, Larry Sanders show. Yeah. Uh, you ventured into feature films there for a while. Yeah. Um, I personally remember the, 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 the top of, uh, what was that, the first film you did? Oh, leaving um, Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, leaving right. Las Vegas. I remember the very top of that you came in, you had a little cameo. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? It was uh, with, with all these stars. It was really, um, it was really interesting. It was like it was one. It was that first moment where you feel like you know that you're where you want to be, where you're yeah. like, oh, I know it's just a small thing at the top of this movie, but it's doing exactly what I want to do. And, and it was a, you had like Nicolas Cage at the yeah, at the, like at the helm yeah, of it. I mean, yeah, yeah, Nicolas Cage won his Oscar for that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, and the first thing we see is French Stewart. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, like some Eastern Bloc businessman just watching a stripper with like just dead lizard eyes. But, the creepiest thing ever. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just oh, creepy. Yeah, just creepy. Just, but, just... but it was like one of those things where uh, I got the job, I went in to uh, audition for Mike Figgis and I said, they, they said, well, there are no sides. He just wants to have you come in. And so I came in and he said, well, just tell me a story. Or, or just, just talk to me. And I was like, okay. And so I just started talking to him and I can't even remember what I told him, but then he was like, okay, you'll do fine. <laughs> and then he, you know, and then that was it. And I was like, is that it? It's like, I'm, I'm, and then they just wardrobe people started calling me. So it was just, <laughs> just, boom. just yeah, it's just fluky, you know, just yeah. fluky. But, but that was another, but that's the other thing is that I've always had really good luck. Mm. Like, you know, which is, I would say 60% of it. Yeah. Right? I think so. You think? I think there's a lot of talent there that you're overlooking. But 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 I also yeah I but I think I think you have to have it. But I I also think that like the luck component, man, because right. I I just I just know too many people who sh should have like a larger career, like too many. Mm. Mm. Well yeah well yeah and, and I think I've quoted before, but Denzel Washington said luck is is being prepared when opportunity comes right. comes around. And, and I mean you like you said you're a very talented talented guy and you know. Luck just happened to fall on you, and you were ready for it, and you you ran. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew what to do when when I got it, but mm -hmm. you know. And but, go yeah. ahead. No, go, no, go, no, go, go, please. No, you. No, but you were also on Stargate, which had like James Spader and yeah. and Kurt Russell. Did you have a little bit bigger role in that one? Yeah, yeah. I had kind of like a nice sort of minor supporting role, but I'm throughout the thing, and it, it was uh, that was really interesting because that was like a, like a seventy million dollar movie in like 1992 so it was just like all it was huge yeah it was a Roland Emmerich movie so yeah, yeah. it was all out it was all out yeah. and so uh it was just fun to like uh 
it was just fun to be a part of something that was just like a big tiny huge yeah huge movie and uh but but it was also like at that point um like jay davidson was in it and he had just come off the crying game Mm -hmm. which was like uh you know he played like the alien guy in it but he had just come off the crying game where he was like i think he got nominated for a lot of stuff but he was like a drug addict and they kept trying to lure him into the show and they he kept saying well i'm not really workable i live in london i'm 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 a heroin addict i can't and they were like well we'll give you this much money for this much time and they just made it to the point where it was like we'll give you two million dollars for three weeks or whatever and he was like oh well i can't turn that down i'm a drug addict (laughs) and so he showed up and he was a drug addict you know and so i remember like he was like uh there's this point where he's like supposed to come out of the sarcophagus and i've just been beat up by an alien i'm looking and the sarcophagus opens and i see his hands flip out and i'm like oh my god what this guy really knows how to build the tension and and then suddenly we just hear and he'd just fallen asleep, and then his hands sort of went, you know. And they were like, "Cut, okay, let's let's go to lunch," you know. And but like that type of thing, you see it, and you're like, it, it's it's sad, you know, mm-hmm. too, because you're like, oh, this there's just a very talented person fighting something. But at the time, they didn't look at it as like, oh, he's fighting an addiction. They just looked at it as like, get get yourself together, f up, right, right, you know. So, but I think he's like completely together now. Oh, which good. is nice. That's nice. Yeah. nice. But what, you get starstruck. Yeah. What's that? You get starstruck. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, in that movie with with all, with, let me. Kurt I, Russell. I, I can say guys. like Kurt Russell. That he knows how to talk to people. He's just very like direct. He clearly loves his wife. You know, he's married to Goldie Hawn, or or they've been together and not married, but forever. How could you not be into Goldie Hawn? <laughs> That's my, yeah. <laughs> and they're just, like, he just clearly loved her. And, uh, but he also, he, like, he said, look, um, you're working a six-day schedule. I'm gonna, only going to work five because I want to go see my kid's hockey game. And so they were like, okay, you only work five days. And he has a pilot's license. And so we would be out in the desert in Yuma, and Kurt would be off. And you'd know he was back, like, on his way back to Los Angeles because he would buzz the set in his plane. <laughs> <laughs> he would just like fly down and it was just like kick up dust. Everybody's like, oh, Kurt, you bastard. <laughs> he was kind of old school. He would like get a dune buggy and just drive it out with his longtime makeup man. And they would just go out and drive dune buggies like out in the desert. But he was cool. He was just sweet, you know, yeah. but, but together. Yeah, that's... I love Kurt Russell. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. Great stories. What, what differences do you find between feature film acting and TV acting, if, if any? Or what you know? What? Yeah. Um, it's sort of. I think it all really depends on the budget. I mean, like if you're doing a sitcom, it's really about. It's it, it's. You know, it, it's really about. An extended sketch comedy thing where you've you've got five days to do it and it's going to change a ton and you've got to be flexible. A lot of times with a a film or something, you know what you're doing and there will be little things, but you know what you're doing like, you know, weeks in advance. And so it's a little easier to settle in. Whereas TV is just always like a, you know, panic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> so me. you continue to work. Yeah, when you just I'm, I'm cough just all over the coughing mic. Coughing up a lung. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, no. Joe. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Joe. I don't have the COVID. I've been, I'm, I'm, mm, I'm tested. I'm good. I don't know I'm if good. I trust you. I don't know, you. Joe. I don't know. Uh, well, you continue to work steadily up. Um, you're right on up to you getting the call. <clears throat> And you all were together, I think no. you said, right? Yeah. For our Third Rock from the Sun. That's yeah. right. He was, he was sit, sitting in my living room. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Third Rock from the Sun. I forgot about uh, that. I think he was as incredulous as anyone else in that room. He was like, oh, I, 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 I just got some work. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And it's funny because like. So uh, cool. The other thing was because like Joe knows, like at that, at that point I was like, I said it before, I was like a pretty good pothead. And so I had like gone home from my first audition for third rock and thought oh that went pretty well and so you know i ripped one off my big old bong and then i was like sitting in the tub and just like enjoying me and then my manager calls and says oh they want to see you again they want to see you now <laughs> and i was like now now and they said now now can you go and i was like look i'm, I'm gonna be honest i'm i'm pretty high <laughs> and she said okay well let me can i buy you an hour and i said yeah and so, all right, so I, I got an hour to kind of get my head right, and it's sobering as it is. It's like, okay. And so I go on, and I go in, and I do the thing, and they were like, uh, oh, okay, it's, it's a little different from last time, but we like it. Okay, okay. And so basically, like, I ended up squinty for six mm. years because I was just because like you're... high at my callback. <laughs> that was going to be my question. I was, was, where the shit did that, where did that shit come well, from? there you go. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I, it's, I noticed through watching you do, do Third Rock over and over, you know, uh, our group of guys would hang out and we just like throw, throw comedy back and forth at each other for hours on hours oh, yeah. on hours on end. And I would notice some of this stuff like pop up every once in a while on the show. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Because so, you take it like you yeah. just like you, your friend, you like, you're like, oh, I'm going to take that shtick or I'm going to do like. It was just, yeah, it was, it was, it was just like, like watching a piece of art because wow. you just take and piece it together and make it, you know, yeah, make you it your take, own. Take that was the is. wildest character ever. Yeah, it was yeah. fun though. It was like everybody's really nice too. You How know, do you like prepare to play an alien? I did, I did like virtually no homework. I just like I just thought I'm gonna be I'm just, gonna, <laughs> just yeah I'm just gonna yeah, go just go walk. weird and just be that. But mm. but it's like uh, you know John Lithgow set the tone from the top. He was he's a gracious man. He's you know, not oh, too shabby. Oh, he's a hard <laughs> worker and he's good at everything. Like he, I mean he went to, he was a he went to Harvard. You know graduated from Harvard. He was a Fulbright scholar. He uh, he plays all these instruments. He can speak all these languages. You know, he uh, the the interesting thing about him is that he grew up and his father ran a summer stock in yeah. Ohio, and so they always, whenever like a new cast album for something would come out, they would all listen to it as a family. And there were all these like his dad was just very into the theater, and so John told me that when he first started getting getting roles in film that his father was very disappointed because he thought that film was low art. Oh, wow. And so John would just like, he, it wasn't until I think he got like nominated for an Oscar or... Which was like his, what, first, second film? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That his father was like, oh, okay, uh, oh, okay, I guess I can, I guess we can heal. <laughs> <laughs>